It's the gaming podcast sensation that's sweeping the nation. Michael B. the Game Genie, Weekend Game Guy, Mr. Dude 206, and they are Play With Power. Alright guys, here we are. We're doing it live again. We're doing it live. Live. I can't say the other part because... Fuck it. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> we can only say that once and we're still PG. Yeah, so we're still good. We are. And we might we be are. able to get one more, like, some titties in here. And we'd be all right. All right. Well, the gang's all here. I am Weekend Game Guy, Chris. Here I am. And, of course, we've also got Mike. Mike will be the Game Genie. And we've got uh, Stu, Mr. Dude, 206. Good evening. In the house. Word. Word to your mother. Exactly. Both of them. <laughs> both, both of your mothers. <laughs> hey, look, that, that happens all the time these days. So, so anyways, enough of our <laughs> modern family. Let's get back to the podcast. Sorry. I, I derailed there for a moment. It's, it's what I do with... Like, I'm all blurry, so, um, you know... My autofocus isn't. Set <laughs> <laughs> up the camera like Lawn Boy does. Yeah. Like... Does that fix it? No. <laughs> Not really. All right. <laughs> We've got a uh, whole bunch of interesting things to discuss tonight. Well, not a whole bunch, just a couple of things, really. All right. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Facebook <laughs> fan page. <laughs> the whole show is garbage. Way to sell it, Chris. That's what I do. Oh, geez. Let's start with the beginning. Um, we, we all use YouTube here. I use YouTube, obviously. The dude uses YouTube, obviously. And uh, Mike owns YouTube, obviously. And, parts of uh, it. <laughs> at least the, part dark, of it. the dark parts of it. <laughs> the dark part of YouTube. Yes. And uh, so now it has come up, and it is a very... Uh, some people find it to be a hot topic, apparently, because I, I actually had some people talking to me um, some friends of mine that were kind of upset about this. My wife got real fired up about it too, which was a really interesting conversation. Um, YouTube paid subscriptions. Mike, I'm going to let you start and kind of take the floor on this because um, you have a pretty interesting take on it, and you got an interesting vantage point, um, being that if, if everyone subscribed to you and paid to do so, they would spend like a million dollars. No, uh, the paid subscription thing isn't... Uh, it's not... They're moving in that direction for us to have paid subscriptions. But what this is, in fact, actually is a different premium version of YouTube that will forego any ads. So instead of using ad blocker, you just pay, I think it's like nine bucks a month, and you can have a premium version of YouTube that will boycott all the ads. So Google gets their money that they're losing because of ad blocker currently. Boo-hoo on Google. <laughs> well, the, 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 my... my... My, my argument and my question is, why would I spend, you know, be it $9, uh, that's probably can, Canadian money, um, seven, $7 U.S. Burn. Or, <laughs> Burn. Or whatever. US. Whatever it is. Why would I do that when I could download Adblocker for free? Anyway, and still do it. I mean, I, do you, I guess you see what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think this is going to evolve over time. I think that right now it's just the ads are gone, but I think that you will get content earlier. Might be an option. 
So uh, I think that also there will be some premium content that will be free, kind of like a PlayStation Plus model, where there will be discounts if you're a premium subscriber to YouTube. So like Angry Video Game Nerd Movie came out, you could purchase it on YouTube. Maybe if you're already a premium member, you get that free or you get that for a reduced price. I think there's going to be some other benefits included. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Adblocker is free. Right, and, and a, a lot of people are theorizing that this is kind of um, YouTube's attempt to kind of get in the market with kind of what Netflix has done and, and try to get a foothold in that. And I, I don't know how much they could, how much of a market share or whatever they could catch or get a hold of in this, but, I mean, uh, everyone's moving that direction. I mean, Amazon's got a service, Hulu. And, I mean, there, there's, there's a thousand and one streaming sites, but... It's it's kind of it's it's interesting because like YouTube is YouTube and everybody watches YouTube, so like things like Daily Motion and all that stuff can't really compete. I I think Netflix is kind of the same thing in the other. You do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. But uh, the interesting thing, and me and Stu talked about this a little bit, is the difference between YouTube and a lot of other these streaming sites that do have premium content is they actually pay to get that content on there, like Netflix does. YouTube is based solely off people uploading. Like, they don't have movies really on there, unless people upload them illegally, usually. So there's not really a paid model for them to go get content. We provide it. How willing are people going to be to upload content if they have to pay to do so? That depends on... I don't know. I don't know. Sticky subject there. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned you to me, Steve. If it's your hobby, you know what I mean? If it's your hobby, you want to pay to do it, you know, or if it's your job, you're going to have to pay to do it anyway. So, well, that's, that's all that's fucked a, up. That's a, that, that, well, then we're no longer PG. <laughs> uh, but, Sorry. Stu, you, you, mentioned something, you mentioned something to me, which was, uh, you know, for me, I make money from my ads and all that stuff, so really yeah. it wouldn't be a big thing for me to pay a little bit because I'll make so much more in ads. But the yeah. reality is with this new paid premium YouTube, it's an ad blocker. There is no ad revenue. Uh -huh. Because YouTube's not going to share that premium dollar with all the people that are relying on the ad content to make their money. But what if they made like a side contract for YouTube content creators to happily, you know bypass that fee and they're just probably trying to get the little person to pay to make their content because obviously they're gonna, the larger YouTubers going to bring traffic for this company and they're going to just say they're charging while not doing it. Well, what's what's a little person? Like, I have 11,000 subscribers. Realistically, I'm a oh. very small fish. Yeah. So, I'm... I mean, it's only going to be the guys like the Mark Pliers, whoever the hell that is, and the PewDiePie. It's only going to be guys like that that are already yeah. you know, making $45 million a year that are going to get the you know, free wink and say, don't worry, fellas, you're in. But the little guys that are you know, struggling to get by doing their thing. Is this policy actually going to stick, though? Because I know Google Plus and Google and YouTube have tried so many things, but yet they didn't really stick. <clears throat> so, Well, a lot of people have brought up really interesting points online, and one of the reasons they say that YouTube is moving, or Google Tube, is moving towards this is because people used Adblocker in the first place. Mm-hmm. 
Google didn't get the revenue because everybody was blocking it, so now they're trying to find a way to monetize it where it actually financially makes sense. Because I, I don't know the actual financial figures, but I kind of get the impression that the community believes that YouTube and Google isn't a good fit so far, and Google's actually losing money. I see. I don't know. Lately these days, it's about money, 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 money. Patreon and money, and Kickstarters and money. And Amiibos. And Amiibos that want money. Patreons for Amiibos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I th- that, the, uh, the, the thing you said uh, just a couple seconds ago, Mike, about how with um, if you're paying a subscriber, you're not going to get the ad revenue in, in the end because the, the ads aren't being shown. That's kind of what my wife was saying was like, well, what, what you're they're just taking money out of the pockets of people that are... Uh, look, I'm not saying that doing YouTube is about making money. No. But, my, but you, of all people, Mike, have got to admit, it's nice to get that little bit of gas money at the beginning of the month or whenever you get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not... We are not going to be the next Rockefellers by any stretch of the imagination. Uh-huh. Um, I think I make... The last time I got any money from YouTube was a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Like, I, like... That's 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 what my cut is from my ad revenue. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and what does that cover? Nothing. I can go get you know. You can get um, half a Slurpee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Slurpee. No, <laughs> oh, no. Actually, you live in the states. A dollar menu at McDonald's actually works up there. It does. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Except for the dollar menu, McDonald's gives me. I, I blow mud every time. I, I can't. I can't do McDonald's How, anymore. Okay. Okay. Let's back it up. <laughs> let's go back. We've got a whole section later for your dietary issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Anyway, McDonald's no good. But anyway, the the, the you know, and she brought up a good point, and and that is a good point is that with without the ads, there is no ad revenue. So I think. Stu's got to be right in some form or fashion. They've got to cut you in on that subscription. Well, I, I, I have no idea. I mean, we had a conversation last time we were on here. Maybe we didn't. I talked to a lot of people about it. YouTubers flipped at Nintendo's policy of them trying to share some of the revenue. People absolutely lost their minds. But yet yeah. YouTube introduces this new paid premium service where the, the ads are gone. They take all the money for the subscription, and we don't hear anything. Why are people not talking about this? But, boo, Nintendo, how dare you? You tor- yeah. terrible company that gives us Zelda. <laughs> I hate Zelda. Zelda sucks. I'm going to punch you right in your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. No, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, okay, so you brought up Nintendo, and I, and I didn't put it on our list of stuff to discuss, but I, I, I did, we, we, we talked about talking about that, about how, you know, Nintendo has kind of revamp their ad and, and, and partnership program. They've, they've come up with a partnership program of their own. Um, and we thought we would talk about... Um, I, 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 I've been wondering what you guys thought about... Do you guys think other developers are going to move in the same direction? No. I, I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> no. No, no I, really, I, I really don't believe that other developers will just because I don't think other developers will feel that they have the pull that Nintendo does with their content. Like, um, honestly, can you see... I can see Capcom doing it. 
But then again, Capcom yeah. will then also make you pay for DLC on the uh, content you upload. So there's <laughs> that. Yeah, that's true. I, I was just thinking about that the other day because if if every developer eventually gets on board with doing the same thing, that same kind of deal, I mean, let, feasibly and honestly, I mean, let's let's be honest here. How how much of a shelf life do we have doing any kind of gaming video at that point? If everybody jumps on board with that kind of idea, does does Twitch Twitch have any type of a uh, membership or any type of payment or anything like that? Ad revenue, all that stuff, or I don't know enough about Twitch to really comment. They do. They have a. Uh, they do have ad revenue. You can you can um, get ad uh-huh. revenue, and there are paid subscription in there. And and I, I honestly, most Twitch streamers that I know anything about. Oh, I'm out of focus again. Oh, come back to the light. Uh, most Twitch streamers that I know of actually um, rely a lot on donations. Uh huh. And like live donations. It's not like they have a Patreon or Patreon or whatever. Well, what's, what's the difference? With what? It, it, all Patreon is is donations. I, I don't know where people get this idea that it's some kind of subscription service. I, I don't. I, I think that. I think. I think part of that is is the. Uh, I think. I think some of that misconception comes from the the idea of the, the tiered system where you get access to this and access to that. I think the mis. I think misunderstanding yeah. comes from that. That seems to be a lot of work, though. Every time I see a Patreon or everybody that does it, it's like you know one dollar I get a shout out. Two dollars, you get a shout out and a T-shirt. Five dollars, you have to have like a webcam on while I'm taking a sh- a dump. <laughs> we have already crossed the threshold, Stu. Sorry, <laughs> we're not gonna go into anything. You could have told me before, and or maybe you did, but I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so much work for those donations or whatever. Is it really worth it? Well, maybe it's worth it if you get over a hundred dollars or two fifty every month or whatever. But it's just crazy that. I don't know. It's it's not worth it at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Well, for the Patreon, you know, if if I were to start one, would I really would it really be worth it for me to want to make all that extra content besides the normal content to cater for those other people that want to pay? But uh, it's it seems like a lot of work these days. You know, you know, before YouTube, you just upload some you know crappy webcam and then just have fun interacting with other people. Now they're getting to the paid subscriptions where you have to pay YouTube to upload something that's your hobby, and it just seems, it's it's just, it's out of whack. It's just really out of whack these days. Yeah. And everybody is, you know, just trying to, you know, feed the green machine at the same time, but I don't know. Within the next few years, it's going to be really, really interesting how things are, and I really think that people are going to rely on Facebook unless Facebook and Google, are they already together right now? Not yet, but no. Uh, unless they combine and make some kind of crazy ass Voltron of destruction <laughs> of the internet, and you know it's <laughs> we're here to screw you. You know it's 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 crazy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Paid subscriptions. If if it's minor, 50, it, like it's gonna be fifty cents. But you know, like two bucks for like a month. I guess that's reasonable. But if it's like seven dollars per upload, you know who knows. Uh, one of the interesting conversations that kind of sparked from this paid subscription model was people, like big YouTubers that make money, uh, started asking questions on Twitter to say, are there any other good streaming sites out there? So, Chris, like you mentioned, Dailymotion is one. Uh, I, I tried Dailymotion when you did. I didn't feel that there was any traction or circulation to the site. No, not at all. 
Unfortunately. Uh, and they mentioned a couple other, and it's the same thing. YouTube really is the only place where you can upload creative content like this that people actually go to. Twitch, if you do live streaming, you can absolutely do it there. Yeah, it, it, but like we were talking about, Twitch, uh, one of the most common ways people make money on Twitch is direct donation. And like, I mean like, direct to my PayPal, you click a button and you send me money right in my pocket, and that's, that's, it, that's it. The other way a lot of people make money on Twitch is through um, paid sponsorships. I know a lot of guys that do sponsorships with uh, glasses and uh, gaming glasses and things like that. And you know what else? A lot of people on YouTube do the exact same thing. Um, and unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, uh, YouTube has banned the idea of paid sponsorships. So why don't we discuss that? Was that better? Was that much better? That was an awesome segue. Awesome. <sighs> Nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I've been thinking about that one all night, actually. I was rehearsing it, actually, in the shower. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wanted to talk about this because this is a very good companion topic to the topic we just had. So YouTube is releasing a premium service right now that's completely ad-free. But how can it be ad-free if there's in-video programming, in-video product placement? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think the reason why they're banning this paid sponsorship now is to complement that no-ad program. They're basically saying you can't do ads anymore. If you guys aren't familiar with what I'm talking about, um, I think it's more along the lines of... Uh, you guys have probably seen Stone Age Gamer ads on Game Straight one and... Um, also, CJR uses. Uh, he's got a sponsorship with Stone Age Gamer. So, at the beginning of their video, they do an ad for it every time. To my understanding, YouTube is now telling content creators this will no longer be acceptable in videos. Some people are going the other way and assuming that it means that they can no longer take money to review a certain game or accept money to do videos on certain topics. I don't think it's that. So I think that, you know, if you want to do a griddle commercial, stew and you got money to do so, you'd Damn be cool right. to do it. <laughs> but, uh, people, for, people give me yeah, a lot of crap for that one. I don't know why. I mean, it's not like you showed them three single DSs or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was too clean and that people really thought it was an actual ad. They're like, what the hell? It's an ad! <laughs> Stu sold out. Yeah, for the Griddler. <laughs> Check my Man, video thought, in the description below. I thought you were real. I thought you were street. <laughs> I am, man. I, I think uh, an interesting topic was brought up about that is that what, if I have, if, a, uh, if one of YouTube's guys that are paying to have an ad in the video, if, it, if it's a, a, a competing, a competitor company, they, I mean, you, you don't want a, uh, a Dell commercial in front of a me singing the praises of Mac. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't want that either, you know? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a – that would be a conflict of interest, I guess, in, in a way. So so maybe that's another reason. But but I think by and large, and I think the, the, the heart of the matter is the uh, – Definitely the paid subscriptions because it, it totally screws up the if, if I'm paying to subscribe to Michael be the game genie so I don't have to watch ads, well if if Mike just doesn't his own ad it doesn't I'm wasting my money because I'm not getting what I'm paying for. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well, with the the paid subscriptions or sponsorships, what if they sign some kind of contract where they have to keep on doing that? So now they automatically break their contract because YouTube has some other secondary policy now. Wouldn't that be an issue too? Oh, wait, wait. oh, this is legal matters. Mike, go get your wife. <laughs> She's actually home. <laughs> Honey! Yeah, but you guys see what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. yeah what, I... if, what if so-and-so signed a contract and said, hey, you have to represent my company for this year, for this amount, and we'll pay you, we'll front you this cash, and then YouTube has this policy in place, like, bam, you broke my contract. Sorry, buddy. You'd have to take a look in the contract to see if there was any kind of sunset clause to allow for uh, something happening like that. Otherwise, the content creator, even though it's out of his control, is on the hook. They would have to repay the money, and they would be in breach of contract. Thank you, YouTube. Sorry, guys. <laughs> see, I, I know it's legals. <laughs> it's a business law, man. That's your thing, right? Business stuff? Yeah. Contracts. Yeah. I, I, I know nothing. I, I know so nothing. So I do all day. Sit down and sign my name on contracts. I don't do that. I, I, yes. do, I dig metal out of my hands with razor blades. That's kind of what I do all day. Because yes. you're Wolverine. That's because yes. I'm Wolverine. You're and mostly adamantium. Yeah. And a, and a magician. Magician. I'm a magician. Oh, that'd, that'd be tough. If you're giving male massages like that with the metal coming out of your hands, yeah. oh. Some guys dig that, though. Some, some guys dig that, though. So, I mean, just saying. You ever, they ever watch this? Uh, <laughs> it was a show on HBO, like a miniseries called Hookers at the Point. You, ever, you, you guys familiar with it? No? Yes. We watch yes. very different TV shows. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let, let me fill you in. Uh, on Hookers at the Point, it, it, it had a... Uh, Basically, these prostitutes. This is real, like real prostitutes, not like. Well, I the guess fake as, ones. Far, as far as I know, they were real prostitutes. I don't know. Uh-huh. And uh, um, anyway, they they would have coffee at like Waffle House or something, and they would be telling, swapping these crazy stories. Uh-huh. And one of uh, one of them, this this one lady was telling me that, well, not me, not me. Uh, on the show, she was saying <laughs> that she. Uh, she had this one guy that kept coming back to her, and he, he would he would show up with a med, uh, a vial like a uh, a medicine bottle, and she and he would open it up, and it would be full of um, needles, like strips of metal needles, like I don't know, and what <laughs> what he wanted her to do was stuff them down the tip of his penis. Oh, nice! And then pull them out one at a time, and that's how he got his. And this was a comedy. No, it was true stories. Oh, but that's I haven't, crazy. I haven't gone to see her in a long time, and uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? Whenever someone tells me, or like you see a comment on Facebook or on YouTube saying, "Oh, you're wasting so much money buying all those games," you know what? There's a lot stupider things you can do with money, <laughs> like smoking crack <laughs> or- and getting needles put in your penis hole. <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that yeah. Anyway, so that was that story. I've got, I don't, I don't have another transition, Mike. I, I, I wasted the good one. Well, are we done with that topic? You think? I think so. I think we're good with banning sponsors. Well, that, that that was an okay length, but now let's talk about game lengths. How? What do you think about those? <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, Stu. So uh, the order came out this past uh, week. Order eighteen eighty six, and uh, immediately the year. I get the year yeah, yeah. every time. Uh, anyways, before it even came out, it was 
bashed. Like, every single gaming site jumped on it and said, if you like cutscenes between only five hours of gameplay, then Mm -hmm. The Order might be the game for you. And everybody started saying, I'm not going to buy this, it's only five hours. I'm not going to buy this, it's only five hours. So, is that really too short for a game of that nature? I mean, realistically, it's not five hours. It's, like, 12 or, you know, 9 to 12, including all the... uh, uh, cutscenes and all that stuff. So, is that really too short, or is that a good length? What do you think? I think it's an okay length for the price. You know what I mean? It, you know, there's a lot of open-ended games that are just as expensive, but it depends on what kind of player you are. You're the casual gamer that just wants to play and finish a game with a great story, great graphics, and all that, or do you want to play like an open-ended game like Dragon Age or Far Cry, where you have to go do everything and get your money's worth? You know, sometimes you just want to play a game like you're watching a movie, enjoy it, put it down, get rid of it. But yeah. me personally, I'd, I'd I'd wait because obviously I, you know, it's going to go down in price. So why get it right away? And the quality, it's just like a Metal Gear. What was that Metal Gear? Um, the five, the one that just oh, came out. Oh, Ground Zeroes. That one was a mistake because it was initially a demo, and then they said they're going to release the rest of it later. So that was a mess up situation, but the order is totally different from that. Yeah, yeah. Konami really Capcom that one. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, I'm looking up how long, uh, according to, to. Okay, all right, all right. Let's, let's break this down real quick. Uh, the order, based on what I'm reading here on howlongtobeat.com, if you guys are familiar with the website. <clears throat> um, uh, I go to a different website, and it's not gaming-related. <laughs> similar similar, similar URL, though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the order is about seven hours long. And, that, you know, whatever. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which, you know, you know, if you're into that, whatever, uh, is the main story is six and a half hours long. Yeah. yeah. But, see, the thing is, no one buys a Call of Duty game to play the storyline. And I think that's my point, and I think I yeah. think it's where my mind is going is because let's let's be honest here, most people that that play first person shooters, I know people that have copies of like Modern Warfare or whatever that have never ever played the campaign. Yeah, <laughs> they've never even looked at it because they they don't play those games for that reason. So, in my opinion, most people could just shut up because it doesn't, you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but. Do you remember when Titanfall came out last year? Yeah. Titanfall People, didn't even have a single-player campaign. They're just like, nope, this is a purely multiplayer game. Yeah. People like that game now. It just got overshadowed by all the other stuff that came out. Yeah. You know? And now that Destiny's under the under the carpet, you know, it's on to the next one. That that That's what I don't like, is that as soon as something bright and shiny comes out, everyone moves on and moves on, and then they just totally forget the game they were hyped up about over four or five years like it never existed. That's the problem with the, the stuff these days. They're just pushing out too many, and they're not enjoying the ones that are actually there. Well, and what sucks about that is that like, if you if you invest the money to get Titanfall or, or Destiny or whatever, what, next year maybe? A year or two from now, they're going to end up shutting those servers down, and then that game's worthless. You can't; it's worth dick. You can't play it ever again. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's no point in even owning it, especially since there's no single-player campaign. You know, you know, Titanfall was one of the games you might have missed last year. You know what else was a game you might have missed? Shovel Knight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not many people played that last year. No, no um, one played it. Hidden Jam. <laughs> It's a whale. It's a whale. 
Yeah, it's a hidden gem. I, I, I didn't even know anything about that. I didn't even know there was such a thing as Shovel Knight. Uh, anyways, all kidding aside, going back to the order, I've actually read some pretty good reviews on it. We have a guy here locally who has a podcast himself called Blast Processing, John Mercer, and he, yeah, wrote yeah. For, he writes for our local paper. He gave it a glowing review. He said, if you like some of the best graphics we've had this generation, plus a really cool, in-depth story with a lot of ambience, lycanthropes, or it might be a fun game. I mean, it's got like a Resident Evil 4. That's actually really good. Resident Evil 4... Um, Gears of War combat type style, so you know what? I'm I'm thinking about getting it, and I'm not thinking about waiting. I'm thinking about just getting it. Yeah, I, well, I like short games. For for my own opinion, I mean, you know, what I'm saying yeah. like that's kind of my mentality about all that stuff. Like, uh, yeah, that's why people don't pay attention to IGN as much anymore because they know they're shitty. But you know, <laughs> go try it for yourself. But um, it's it's usually expensive to do that too. Yeah, but you. Regardless, you know, games will get cheaper, but I guess if you really want to support it and you know it's going to be a good game, then why not? Right. Right. And even if it's not going to be a good game, if, if, if you want, or because you, you never know, I mean, you might actually end up hating whatever you get, but it's uh-huh. still, your own opinion matters more than someone else's. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because there's some games I love that people hate. You know, a lot of people bash, you know, we've talked about this several times. Um, Friday the Thirteenth on the NES. Everyone, uh, people bash it all the time, and we all seem to enjoy that game. You know, I, I don't know about Stu. <laughs> well, what Red Faction? Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> it, it was okay. It's just you know that whole LJN type Nintendo. I wouldn't have played it seriously if you guys didn't tell me to or ask me to. Well, um, um, this is just for us here in the podcast and people who watch it. I'm actually doing a review of it, and. Uh, LJN Defender's already done a really good review explained how to beat it, but I, I'm actually going to do a review, and it's for Friday the 13th, obviously, and I'm going to focus on what makes it unique and how a lot of people say it doesn't have anything to do with the movies and really tie it into elements of the movie where it fits all that stuff and talk about. It's one of the games that really took a ton of stuff from the movies and actually used it in the game. They didn't... Uh, it, it's one of the most interesting games on the system. That's what I want to say. Maybe I'm a big Friday the Thirteenth fan, and I'm seeing it through rose-colored glasses. I don't know. But you know, but the thing about it is, is that's your own opinion of yeah. the game that people hate, and that's the thing. That, I think that's the point that that we're getting at here is that people hate stuff, and it doesn't matter. So, what's the longest game that you played, Mike, recently? Uh, I played Super C yesterday for about eight minutes. Nice. Was it just really hard? Yeah, yeah it's, it's tremendously hard. I, I I don't have time to play long games anymore. I think I told you guys before that I, I started playing the uh, last uh, Evil Within on uh, <laughs> PlayStation 4. And yeah. I really liked it, but I was playing for about 10 hours saying, man, i got to be getting close to the end now. So I went to GameFAQs and I checked to see where I was in the storyline. And I found out I wasn't even at halfway point. And I was like, you know what the hell with this game? This is just too long. <laughs> Sometimes games drag on, and you know what? It's fine to say that this game has 15 hours of gameplay, but it, it's got to be good 15 hours of gameplay. It can't be slow and dragged out, and that's how I felt Evil Within is. I liked Evil Within, but, man, what a, what an absolute slog to get through it. Do you, do you think you'll ever get back to it, though? Honestly? <laughs> yeah. Uh, n- no, I'm at the point now where um, I have so much to play that... If I get turned off on a game, it really I really gotta force myself to get back into it. Like I've never beat Metroid Prime, the original one on GameCube. 
I've gone back and played through Metroid Prime three times now, and I get to the same point, and I just get annoyed with it and quit. Uh-huh. And then I, I got to play it all over again. Uh-huh. Well, we, we got a quick question from uh, Kit171. He says, speaking of the NES, do, you, do any of you like the game Samurai Zombie Nation? Is it weird and hard, but pretty cool and unique? So basically, do we like Zombie Nation? Mike, yeah. you own it. Do you I like do. it? <laughs> I, I really like Zombie Nation. It's a little hard to... I wish I had the manual, or I wish I read the manual, because it's hard to tell what's happening. Like It's very hard at times to tell when you're taking damage. It's hard to tell what you're actually supposed to do. So mm-hmm. it's got a big learning curve, and it could be extremely hard, but it's a fun game. It's weird. It's unique. It, uh, graphically, it's okay. hard to hard to see a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. When you're with, which, well, with all the bullet hills that I've played, it, it's it's the the gritty eight bit type stuff that's hard to see because they can't really have too many different colors. But it's it's a unique game for sure. I didn't know that it was a uh, that expensive until a couple years back, or maybe it went up because of that. Yeah. You know? About about two years ago, Gunnack and Zombie Nation were head head to head in prices. They're about the exact same price, uh-huh. but Gunnack has kind of dropped down while Zombie Nation has just shot right up. Yeah, well, Gunnack is still around like a hundred bucks, which is crazy. Yeah, and it, it, Zombie Nation was always one of those grails I was after, because uh-huh. I I, I just remember game. I, we we used to rent it all the time from the uh, um the rental uh, store. The rental store. Thank you, Stu. Um, <laughs> here in town, the one that sold them for like five bucks, and I should have bought it way back then. But anyway, and all and, and the the interesting thing was I always, I got it because of the cover. The, the the box art. I don't know if you've seen the box art. It, like it's the craziest yeah. box art. It has nothing to do with. So it, it was it was it, it tricked me, but I played it and I actually ended up really enjoying it. It's 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 one of my favorites. I, it, it is hard. It is hard as balls, but uh-huh. it, is, it is quite fun. It is quite one fun. thing. One thing that I wanted to do is like get all the NES uh, shooters. You know, I've been on a small trend. Like I got Terra Cresta. I got what was the other one? I got. Uh, Stinger. <laughs> I, I don't like Stinger. It's 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 okay. It's weird. I like it. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Go have some multi-grain Cheerios. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. How about you, Chris? What's the longest game you played besides Red Faction? Uh, <laughs> the longest thing recently besides Red... Uh, it's probably... Probably... Gosh, but it's been about a year, but Chris... Crystallis was probably the longest oh, nice. game I played because it was the last RPG I played through in a uh-huh. while. But I got some other ones that I'm looking at playing that's considerably longer apparently uh-huh. coming up after I finish Stupid Commander King. Well, I keep picking games that are just like <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. The next one you're playing is awesome. Yeah, the, uh, apparently, and that's what the word on the street is, and I'm going to trust a lot of opinions here, so you guys better not be steering me wrong. No, if if you don't like this game, then you have no taste. <laughs> that's that's basically the the general consensus of what yeah. people have said to me about it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited about doing it because I one, you guys, you guys know I love the series, mm-hmm. and uh, so I still can't believe you haven't played it yet. I, not more than a couple seconds. Gotcha, gotcha. So, but yeah, I, I figured out how to. Oh, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I don't want to give too much away. You you spent eight months playing Red Faction, and you haven't played this <laughs> plus a couple seconds. Yeah. Uh, what's wrong with me? Yeah, but the funny thing was, you took a break, and you're like, "Man, I'm doing all these videos." From what I can tell, you only did Red Faction. 
That's Did actually what that's actually what happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Well, see, the thing about it was, was the plan was always, I'm going to do this, and I'll get done with that, and I'll get done with that in like a week, right? It won't take me long to be a first-person yeah. shooter. They're like six hours long. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I should have just got the order, and then I would have been able to do that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, well, hey, why don't we, uh, since we, we were doing some uh, stuff that people have been, uh, questions, uh, Stu, what, one for you. Um, Dom asked in the on the Facebook page, um, what is your favorite part of collecting the arcade stuff? Just because it's a, uh, I feel that it's different, and not different just because it's like very different. It's just that it's it, it it's more interesting once you collect all the consoles and all the games. You kind of like either hit hit a plateau for collecting or whatever, and you want to try to move on to something else. But me, if you've been on my channel or checked it out, is that I usually like to do tech things as well and dabble with this and that. So if I felt like if I got into the arcade collecting, I can learn more about soldering, I can learn more about the parts and how things work, and I often find myself, like, after I get a certain part and try to fix it myself, then I, you know, got into the CRTs, and now I can fix a freaking TV if I needed to and all that other stuff. Now I'm reading deeper into, like, capacitors and, like, traces and how all that works. So it's basically teaching myself other things. So I'd say... One day, if I were to get into, like, Nintendo repros or Super Nintendo repros, I personally can do it because I can learn how to flash the EPROMs and ROM chips and all that stuff. So that would be cool if I got into that. And then I I can start making it rain all these repros and (laughs) and start, you know, hacking and doing all this other stuff. So, What would you say, uh, kind of... of Piggybacking on that question, what would you besides storage? I know storage is going to be tough. What what what's the hardest part? What is the hardest part about collecting? The, the hardest. Well, usually it's the the price stuff is really expensive and the rarity of the good games. Like you can try to get a Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts PCB, and those can range up to like four hundred bucks. Just like the final fights can go to four hundred dollars. But um, it's just the rarity of the old games because they just they deteriorate. They just totally just you know. Stop working. You know what yeah. I mean? And you got to do that, like, what is it, the suicide mod or whatever to keep them from dying and crazy yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and just keeping that old hardware alive is just that, uh, you know, it, it's it's like keeping any other hobby alive. That's why arcade collectors are so hardcore and so small. It's just like a small, small generation of people understand what the arcades were, so they still want to preserve that. And I guess I... I did it for that reason is that I wanted to help preserve it as well because, you know, you can figure within 10, 15 years from now, you'll, you won't see arcade cabinet or you won't see any of that because we grew up, our generation grew up in laundromats, grocery stores, pizzerias, all that stuff. You remember yourself as a kid playing them. So, you know, it's I guess it's their iPad of today. It's what our arcade cabs were of yesterday. Yeah. There's a, uh, a uh, barbershop here in town in this Tinky Dinky Town that has a uh, Street Fighter 2 cab and a uh, uh-huh. Tekken Tekken Tag maybe cabinet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Coolest barbershop ever. Yeah, it's it's, it's slowly a, ma- it's slowly making a comeback too. You know, they're slowly bringing them back up. Yeah. But, uh, I I've only come across one arcade machine for sale, and Chris, you'd appreciate this. It was NBA Hang Time. Nice. That's yeah, that's a good one. It, it, it's just something that gravitates you towards it. You know what I mean? And it's uh, it's really cool. If you have the room, you know, it it's it, people also think that it's hard to learn, but really once you get into it, it's like any other hobby. You know the ins and outs of it. So, just something to learn. Uh, yeah. 
Well, let's do the uh, the other question that uh, uh, Matt Hanola. Hopefully, I did it right again. I, I, I yeah, whatever. Uh, you wanted some uh, beat 'em up recommendations. I am not a beat 'em up expert. I do have some recommendations. <coughs> though, I'll go to one of the other boys first. Uh, Mike, what you think? Mm-hmm. Good one. He would have uh, would have been better if he classified on what system he wanted to play it on. But if he's got everything, I mean, we can do that. Uh, if you want to play Final Fight, the best version of Final Fight that you'll play is Final Fight CD on the Sega CD. Mm-hmm. If you do not have a Sega CD, you can play a pretty good version on the Game Boy Advance, which is also the full version called Final Fight 1. So if you want to play Final Fight, I'd advise either of those. Uh, if you're looking for an interesting SNES beat-em-up uh, that's kind of off the radar, Batman mm-hmm. Returns is probably one of the most... It's a great one. Cool beat 'em ups. It's a great beat 'em up, but it's also does so well with the movie and it creates this whole atmosphere that is just unreal. So that one's a little off the rails. Uh, one to stay away from is Doomsday Warrior because I found out it's not a beat 'em up. It's a really terrible fighting game. Yeah, so I got you, that you just picked it up too. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, kind of because it was horrible. That's one of those games I got back because it was horrible. But you know. Uh, I really like Super Double Dragon on the Super Nintendo, but I did get a lot of feedback that people said they don't like it because they find the fighting slow. But I say they're nuts, and Super Double Dragon is also pretty pretty awesome. Um, on the NES, Mighty Final Fight. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Dude? Uh, I guess for me, I'll, I'll try to some unique ones, I guess. One I got recently was Magic Sword, made by Capcom for Super Nintendo. And that one plays a lot like, uh, I guess... Magician Lord, can I say? And that um, is, is Magic sort of beat him up though. It, it kind of is because you fight enemies, and you, it, no. well, well, unless you are you talking about like life bar beat him up, then I guess I I would I'd want to recommend uh, let's say Ninja Warriors. I know it's expensive now, but it's a really good one. Or it's maybe even or maybe even a uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo, which is a nice beat him up too. Yeah, that's a lot like Ninja Warriors, actually. Yeah, so yeah. Those, those are fun. Yeah. But how about you, Chris? Uh, if you don't mind using some emulation, um, <laughs> the if you don't mind arcade emulation, I mean, unless you can go find a board, um, The Simpsons is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great four-player beat-em-up. Um, Alien, ver- um, Alien vs. Predator, uh, another cool. good arcade one that you can emulate. It would be really good. Um, the 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 ports. There's the Super Nintendo Alien vs Predator, but it's not the same game at all. Um, on the NES, uh, River City Ransom is really good. That's uh, a good one. You don't like it, Mike? No, it's not my jam. Whenever anybody like fanboys over it, I'm like, really? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I do. I like it. Um, other ones. Uh, Captain America and the Avengers. Um, then, have you guys ever played Vendetta at the arcade? Uh, I don't think so. No. Well, Vendetta is a, I think it's a Konami arcade beat-em-up where basically it takes place obviously in the 80s and um, the weapons you get are spike bats or like steel bars or and all you do is just kick people's ass and your your renegades, your street renegades, your ex-cops and you're just trying to beat the street gangs and you totally just whoop ass. I just missed the the beat 'em ups from that era because in some of the animations you get up on top of them and you just punch them in the face like 8 or 10 times and then they die. It's, <laughs> it, it, it it's awesome. So Vendetta a... Vendetta would be a good one if you haven't played Vendetta. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Either either you guys ever played the Death and Return of Superman? 
I have. Yes, I have. I love that game. I just recently got that one as well. So that's another great beat em up. Like, yeah, throw it out there. Um, I was trying to think of one, a uh, couple more. Uh, it, more arcade games. Sorry, all the Dungeons and Dragons beat 'em ups. They're really yeah, yeah. Those are really awesome. Um, they're really you could just just look up Dungeons and Dragons and arcade, and you'll be like, there's a list of about a bajillion of them, so you won't be bored at all. You, you do anybody notice that the beat 'em ups are actually really jumping up in price right now? You look at games like Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, yeah. King of Dragons, yeah. mm-hmm. Final Fight Three, Streets of Rage Three. They're all ludicrously priced. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 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 like people are trying to collect all the genres, you know what I mean? So they're running yeah. out of running. I wonder when everyone's going to collect the puzzle games. I don't know. Maybe the puzzle games will be. Yeah, probably not. I got a four hundred dollar copy of John Madden Football here for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. I hook you up. Uh, last one I want to recommend. One more. Um, and it and it's readily available to just about. Well, I got two more. Um, one is Castle Crashers. That's a modern one that's really good. I think that's really fun, especially um because you can play it online with four players and it's it's pretty fun. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever played. Uh, um, actually, I got two more. Um, The Punisher, mm-hmm. where you can play as um. The Punisher and or Nick Fury uh-huh. uh, before Nick Fury became Samuel L. Jackson. So it'll be a white guy. Which which system is that on? Uh, that's an arcade one. Oh, that's okay. an arcade one. But it's really yeah. good. It's really good. It's really good. And Mame's yeah. available for anyone that wants to play the arcade beat em ups and all that stuff. Emulation yeah. and wise. Yeah. Last one is uh, Splatterhouse, of course. And if, if you can't nice. play the arcade one, I'm, I'm going to recommend the Turbo Graphics one. If you can't play the Turbo, the original Turbo Graphics one, any of the Genesis two or three is great. The 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 cinematics in the third one used to terrify me as a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I would I was scared playing that game. I had to like turn on the lights in the house whenever I played it. But it's such a good game. Pro oh, tip. Pro tip, if you want to play Splatterhouse, the cheapest way to do it, other than stealing it, would be to get the uh, PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360 copy, and you can actually unlock the first three Splatterhouse games in that game. And the first oh, Splatterhouse first Splatterhouse isn't the TurboGrafx-16 one, it's the actual arcade port. Oh, nice. Oh, that's good, because it's, it's, a, it's a superior port. But the, the, the TurboGrafx port is pretty good. Um, you know? That PS3 one is like under ten bucks, so that's definitely yeah. affordable. You know what I mean? And it's even worth it for those part. You know how much is like the Splatterhouse three for the Genesis? Like seventy to eighty dollars. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make so much bank when I finally get to selling my Genesis games. I, I've got <laughs> so many good games. Like I got Bloodlines, the two, both of the Splatterhouse, and all these are in clamshell cases with the manual stuff. What are you doing, man? Why didn't you tell me? I just bought stuff from you. You're like, you want to do Genesis stuff? And I was like, yeah, well, what do you have? And you're like, oh, it's in boxes. Just name something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Sunset Riders. Uh, that's another good beat-em-up. <laughs> uh, it's not really a beat-em-up. That's like a shooter-slash-arcade type. Yeah, that's... Well, it's more like a Contra-esque, uh, like, Gunstar Heroes type game. Yeah, there's... Yeah, I got, I got some other stuff. I can't, I can't wait to sell my Genesis stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to actually find out what you have. <laughs> it, it, the, see, okay, so this is uh, this is not related to anything we've been talking about, but it's entirely related because Mike's brought this up. That's another frustrating thing about getting rid of all this stuff is that 
Mm-hmm. It's in boxes, but it's in boxes that are on top of other boxes that are on top of other boxes. And to get to it, I've got to dig through boxes. It really is like a job, and I, you just kind of don't want to do it. You don't want to go in there and dig out all those boxes and go through it. I, I just kind of. Yeah, but shipping is sixty dollars, man. <laughs> I know. I'm to New York. I just, I just, I should just drive it all up. I should just drive it all up in a big yeah. U-Haul. And you can you just can, you can be like a traveling gypsy. Yeah. Yes. You can ha- I'll send you my tears so that you yeah. can. Uh, <laughs> you can weep while you sell these games. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. You had Splatterhouse two and three. Both of them, yeah. Complete you, box. Not, not, had, not had has. I have them. I still have them. Of course, the only game that like I've been looking for mercilessly, Gyries, is the only one I actually asked about. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I really want to get that one, but that's hard to find. <clears throat> yeah, so, somebody gave, gave me that one as a gift. It was it was cool. Yeah. So. Those are some beat-em-ups for you. <clears throat> yeah. Plenty. There's so many good ones, though. There's so many good ones, especially, I mean, if you're not afraid of emulation, if it's not a problem for you, there's so many arcade ones that never made it home, and that's unfortunate. Like, Alien vs. Uh-huh. Predator, that's one that should have been home. There that's like been one, of the, one of the many, and even, yeah, speaking back to price, if you got five to $600, it can be yours. Yeah. Minus the arcade cabinet that it takes to run it. Yeah. Simpsons Simpsons did make it home. There is a home port. There are two home ports of it. Um, oh, really? Suck. You didn't know that, did you, Mike? No. One is on DOS for the computer. That's not a home port. <laughs> <laughs> and the other is a com- there's one for the Commodore 64. So I guess also also not a home port. What's weird though, the weird thing about the Commodore 64 version is you, you got to think whenever this game was released. What what year was that? Like 94, 93, something like that. And uh, it still no. came out for the Commodore 64. That was like no, a 20 uh, year old. The the arcade game came out in the second year of the Simpsons, so it was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Simpsons. I think it was. Uh, I think it was like uh, 91, 92. When it came out in arcade. And a game was developed for the Commodore 64 in 1991. It's, it's, it, it blew my mind to find out that that's the date on that. Um, in, in playing, uh, I played The Simpsons recently with my wife um, for, for whatever reason. I don't want to go into it. But uh, secret secrets. But uh, we played it. I was really noting how, uh, how different they're... Well, it's like you said. It's like second year of The Simpsons. So they're, they're drawn... that. His his hair Bart's hair looks kind of funky and yeah back when they were on the uh, I forget the name of the show now some Tracy, uh, Tracy Ullman show yeah that's like thirty years old yeah. I know so are we <laughs> <laughs> so are I love we. the I, lo- I love the Simpsons I love the Simpsons I, I wish I wish I, I wish I had like a like an encyclopedia magazine with all the history of the Simpsons on it yeah did you guys ever watch the Simpsons movie did you watch it I did yeah oh I totally forgot about that. Do you guys know the uh, the Academy Awards just happened um, for movies yeah. and, and some animated oh. movies got nods? Um, oh. We had a question about movies. Uh, apparently, Nintendo came up with their own film awards for whatever reason. I don't under- still don't understand that. And uh, Thomas, my buddy Thomas, wanted to know um, what our film awards would be like. So, uh, Mike, what so, our hey, film? Hey, hey, have you have you seen these awards? <laughs> have you seen these awards? I stopped watching like uh, pretty much every award show there a couple of years ago when uh, 
uh, oh, what was it? I went out to see Capote with Philip Seymour, Seymour Hoffman in theaters, yeah. and because uh, my friend was like really into it and said, we got to see all the Oscar movies. And I went home saying, you know what? Watching the stupid Oscars for like four hours isn't worth the horrible torture I put myself through to go see these awful movies in theaters. Yeah. I just stopped watching award shows. What these were, I don't know if they did an award show, Nintendo did their own thing, or they just well, made these... Nintendo has never successfully been able to do awards. Even their Nintendo Power Awards and their the magazine sucked. Like, yeah. why would they think they could do movie awards? Yeah, they're, fact, they're... maybe make some games for your Wii U that's failing. I don't know. <laughs> There's other things you could be doing, Nintendo. Low blow, Mike. Low blow. <laughs> <laughs> they, why, they, why, are, why are they coming out with awards? What what Nintendo movie was released? Am I missing nah, something? No, no, it was just a joke. It was like uh, <laughs> uh, the the Princess Peach Award for Best Female Costume in a Movie goes to Maleficent. The Samus Aran Award for Strongest Female Character goes to Olivia Evans for Boyhood. The Smash Award for Best Fight Scene of the Year goes to Dawn of the Planet of the Apes for whatever reason. Gotcha. You know, like stuff like that. Me, it would be the best set of. Tite's goes to Scarlett Johansson just for being herself. That's just my award. That's my award. So we got, we got a question from OK Chief. He wants to know our top three comedy movies. Go, Mike. You can go ahead and start. Oh, that's tough. Uh, I really like uh, Scrooged. I know it's a Christmas movie, but that's up there for me. Uh, I like uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. Oh, that's, and, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm trying to remember now. This has really caught me off guard. <laughs> it, it's tough. It, it, you like so many movies. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. Footloose. Footloose. I'll, I'll do it. Hot Tub Time Machine. I love Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> white Buffalo. <laughs> the White Buffalo. Was that White Buffalo in there? Was that the White Buffalo? No. Wait. No, I don't think so. Different movie. Sorry. White Buffalo. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> oh man, me next crap. Uh, crap. It's heard. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. That I got I hear that so many times at work. Um, <laughs> Groundhog Day. It's kind of funny. We both chose a Bill Murray movie. Yeah. Groundhog Day for sure. He's pretty fun. That's a pretty great one. Um, I'm trying to think of movies that just make me just laugh. I don't know. Uh, Groundhog Day, Anchorman, the original Anchorman. I really like that one a lot. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't know. Footloose. Yeah, maybe Footloose. Makes me laugh I every <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Ladies' Man? I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. I don't know what my third one would be. You ever see Ladies' Man? Yeah, I saw Ladies' Man. Yeah. Mayonnaise. I've had my, my wing mouth knife while I was cutting the grass. I love, <laughs> I, I love Tiffany Amber Thiessen in that, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I do too. She's she's prego now. Yeah, it's Zach's baby. <laughs> that's what yeah. that's what happened on the, uh, on the uh, was it Jimmy Kimmel Live or whatever, who it is. Yep, All right, Stu, you're three. Yeah. I would have to say I love Wayne's World. It's a classic for me. Awesome I also love uh, Dumb and Dumber, the first one. So many lines I could quote from that. Sam's Night, we are way off, and uh, IOUs and all that shit. And um, also, I would like to say Half Baked recently, just because I was, you know, smoking a lot of weed back in the day, and I could relate to that movie. <laughs> and Squirrel Master, and 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 Buttercup, 
And for those that watch that movie, you know what I'm talking about. Oh man, uh, you know what? There's a couple other movies that I'd really like to give honorable mention to. Like I love like Loaded Weapon One. Loaded Weapon One is right, and uh, not Loaded Weapon, uh, Naked Gun Naked, Hot, with Leslie Nielsen. I like Hot Shots Part Two as well. That was yeah, good. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one too. I love Step Brothers. Like I know it's a weird <laughs> yeah. comedy, but like there's so many lines for that. Like every time me and Lara do something, like we'll move around the living room, and I'm uh-huh. like, there's so much room for activities now. <laughs> I the, whenever he's like, uh, like, why are you sweating? Because I was watching cops. <laughs> <laughs> Prestige worldwide, boats yeah. and hoes. <laughs> my my wife doesn't let me watch movies like that anymore. Not allowed. Short leash. Yep. Pretty much the the truth of it, of it all. Uh, you guys ever watch the uh, the second Anchorman movie? I did. Um, was it any good? I, it, I showed it, it. It showed up on uh, Netflix the other day. I didn't know if um, it was. It was okay. I bought it because I love Will Ferrell and I thought it was going to be amazing. And th- halfway through, I was like, you know what? There's some really funny parts, but mostly I'm kind of bored. Kind of like when I when I watched Semi Pro, it was kind of the same feeling. Yeah, yeah. I like Talladega Nights. That was a good one. Oh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, yeah that, that hits a little close to home, fellow. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> what about uh, when Stifler got shot in the neck? No, wait, no. When he got um, what was that? Will Ferrell got shot in the neck with a dart. What movie was that? And he started talking all slow. Stifler was in it too. Fuck for God. Will Ferrell, the guy that was in Bulletproof Monk, and a bunch of and he wanted to know if KFC was open. What is that? Oh, stupid uh, movie? yeah, it's old school. No. Thank you. Yes. Old school is awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Do you guys like that movie? I love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah First one or second one? Uh, I like them both. The second one's. I laugh more at the second one. Honestly, oh, I laugh no. more at it because of the. Uh, well, I, I like the stupid humor. I I like ridiculous, stupid, like no brain humor. Slapstick. I do. Yeah. I I will I, laugh at stupid stuff like that. Do you guys use uh, quotes from movies in like real life situations and stuff like that all the time? Yeah, all pretty much nonstop. Yeah. Ace Ace Ventura has one of my favorite. Like whenever anybody asks me for something, they'll say, uh, "Mike, do you have a spare pen?" No, I don't. That's none of your goddamn business. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> See that on my personal life. <laughs> the, the, or, or the 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 uh, stewardess with the uh, with the lisp <laughs> peanut. <laughs> yes, I have one right here. <laughs> no, would you guys consider Army of Darkness a comedy? I would. Uh, I, I laugh idea. at it every time. Uh, I yeah. laugh. And, and I think that was that was. Uh, if I remember reading, or I, I've got the Blu-ray, and they talk about how that was kind of the direction they decided. They were like, ah, screw it, let's just make it funny, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So. It's kind of it's good. Yeah, they made him such an iconic character in that movie. Like oh. Ash. I'm so excited for the TV show now. Ash versus the Army of Darkness. That's gonna be great. Oh, that's new. I yeah, there's a, that one. yeah, there's a. It's gonna be. I don't know if it's on Showtime, but it's a new show coming out, and he's got a, his own Evil Dead show. And I think they got signed up for two years. Wow. I'll That's have cool. to borrow that from the internet once it shows. Yeah, and uh, I I surprised Chris the other day because he was like, "Man, yeah. I'd love being my wife for watching Twin Peaks," and I was like, "You know that's coming out," and he's like, "No." <laughs> yeah, I almost crapped a brick. Yeah, I guess. Oh God, because you know it never, they never. I never had a sense of the closure I wanted. No, you know not at all. Like I didn't have the closure at all that I wanted from it, and uh, yeah. 
So right. I, another big regret, uh, another big regret I have with Twin Peaks is I've never seen the companion movie Firewalk <laughs> with me. <laughs> Twin <No>. Peaks. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, this is real life, man. <laughs> life. I, I hear. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny because I was <laughs> the first I kept making like Fifty Shades of Grey jokes the whole first episode for whatever reason. Anyway, yeah, funny, funny to me. Did you guys see the ad where the porn stars made fun of that? Uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. No, I where didn't the see porn that. the the porn stars said that they can make a better Fifty Shades of Grey movie without being a tease and all that. It was it was blurred out. It was on my Facebook feed. I don't know if it's on your feeds as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did you, guys, oh, go ahead. You, you guys don't get the Canadian news here, but we recently had a huge scandal here in Canada with a CBC anchor by the name of Gian Gomeshi. And uh, he basically was in one of these relationships where uh-huh. he would bring girls back to his place and then he was into the sodomy and all that crazy stuff and beat them up. And um, anyways, he got villainized like in a complete like psycho. Like everybody was like, this guy needs to be fired, what a piece of garbage... But yet, these are the same women that are saying Gian Gomeshi should be taken off TV, but they're the first ones standing in line saying, oh my god, Fifty Shades of Grey. So the message is, it's okay to be this kind of sexual psycho, as long as you're a billionaire. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Money makes everything okay, Mike. Duh. It does. You can buy silence. You can't. You can't. You can hire a lawyer that can. It's so romantic when he's rich. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> he loves me. All the way to the bank. Now, did you see uh, that the, uh, in Mexico, this lady was arrested for... When she was watching the movie, she she, she felt inspired to diddle herself. And she, got, uh, she got arrested for indecent I saw exposure. that. She got the Pee Wee Herman charge. Yeah, she sure did. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, she sure did. She got it. She got slammed with that. No pun intended, but she did. She really... Yeah. It was. She should have took a video of herself doing it. She could be rich now, like the <laughs> Oregon <laughs> State girl. <laughs> that's right. She yeah. she been set. Yeah, that's that's uh that's what's up. That that's. Anyways, what's going on with that. we've gone way to the left. <laughs> yeah, where, where where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> right now. All right. Uh, we're, we're we're keeping things PG. <laughs> yeah, digital digital. So so. It, any new releases that we're looking forward to? Because it's kind of dry right now as for new releases of video games. Yeah. Right? Oh, please, dear God, don't let Chris go first. <laughs> Chris, go first. No, I, I, I don't really have anything. I don't even really know what's coming up. Oh, my I mean, God. He's going to tell us about all the Steam sales. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's a really good sale on... No, I'm kidding. Um, Humble Bundle. <laughs> yeah. The Humble Bundle is going to be... I don't know. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I don't. What's coming out? I don't even know. You know, it, it's a funny thing. Like uh, Nintendo's got some cool stuff. Like Kirby and the Rainbow Curse just came out. It's not for everybody because it's kind of like a two D thing. But apparently, that, it's absolutely gorgeous. That's just like a freaking Epic Yarn, though. Yeah, yeah. But they're just rehashed with a rainbow. Yeah, and there's a Yoshi Epic Yarn type game coming out too. Yeah. Yeah. What? what? I don't know. We, 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 you, I don't remember the last game I bought. last one I bought was, uh, Donkey Kong? That was a long time ago. Wait, no, 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 no. Smash? Haven't played that since. I, I, bought, I bought Wonderful 101 was the last game I bought for my Wii U. 
Oh, how was that? I haven't played it yet. Oh, uh, still, still in cellophane. You're going to get the, uh, apparently there's a new Mario Party coming. You're going to get that? You like oh, that games? I, I'd rather have someone kick me in both the eyes. Really? Not a Mario Party fan? No, I've got no patience for that. Yeah. You're just waiting for the next wave of Amiibos to come out? That kind of your thing? I do have an Amiibo now. Yeah, I saw that you got one without yeah, having one? to kill anybody or... Mega Man. Or, right. or resort to manjitioning. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, you know, out running around, you stop into Walmart and say, oh, look, at their Amiibos. And sure enough, <laughs> Mega Man was there. Big wall of Amiibos. Yeah, I saw the picture. It was hilarious because right behind the, the, there was a rack completely packed with Amiibos. Like, oh, they're so rare, they're hard to find. Exactly. Exactly. Whole wall there, there was like there was like 15 Mega Man, uh, you know, a bunch of Sonic. I, I saw recently on Craigslist, uh, my lo- local in my area, obviously, because uh, this guy has all the Amiibos and he's now selling them, like in bulk, because he probably just hoarded so many. But the ones that he's missing are the the fitness trainer, the Marth, and I think it's Ike. No, Ike's not out yet. What's the, uh, the villager? Villager, he yeah, does, yeah. But he has all the other ones, so. He's gonna try to get three dollars on each profit. Nice. <laughs> but you know what? That's actually not that bad, America. Like uh, no, I know right. people here that are like Diddy Kong Amiibo, thirty bucks, and I'm like, nah, just go to the store and pay regular price. So good luck with your loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did think of a game I want to I want to get. I don't know if you guys want to get it. Are you guys are really Larry? No, Mad Max, the, the Mad Max game. Oh, nice. I saw the, I saw the previews for that. It looked pretty good. Yeah, well, but all all we've got is some cinematics, so I, I haven't seen the gameplay or anything. But it's Mad Max. Screw it, I'm getting it. They, they um, should make uh, Footloose for the PS3. I I, I, I kind of do want to get the order now. I'll tell you that. Uh, that's one I've got on my list. I'm thinking about it, and uh-huh. uh, it's just there's not a lot out. Like there hasn't been anything out on the this generation of consoles that has been uh-huh. really like a must get game. Like I haven't seen one yet. So so time to hit the backlog then, right? You would think. <laughs> I don't have anything to play. Yeah, yeah. just spin around, Mike. I'm sure you could find something you haven't I, played. I got Dra- I got Dragon Age on my PS4, and I downloaded it to the PS4, installed it, and I just I can't force myself to play it. You got got the two two Ninja games recently. Oh, no. Ninja Kid Ninja Kid kind of sucks. Yeah, but Shinobi's pretty good because it's Shinobi. Shinobi's good. That's yeah. not a good version of Shinobi though. Sorry. I'll buy, I'll buy rarer games and then show them. Well, I didn't say anything about it being rare. It was about it yeah, being yeah. good. That's my good thing. It's got to be a good game. True that. Dollar, think, dollar, dollar menu. Yeah. I think the backlog is pretty much the way to go for now. I'm, but that's uh, that's what kind of like my mentality has been. But so you see how it's been backfiring on me with Commander Keen and Red Faction. Uh, <laughs> But the, the, like you said, the next one will be good, and I, and one of the other ones, or at least a couple of the other ones I got lined up, will be better. I hope mm-hmm. better games. Hey, you know what? Honestly, there's nothing wrong with Red Faction or Commander Keen. Both seem like fine games. Chris, you know I've been watching. Yeah. But uh, my surprise is, uh, I I'm really surprised you're not getting more attraction to the videos. Like I went in and watched your third part of Commander Keen today, and I'm just amazed. Uh, like, is there not an interest out there? And this is not me trying to downplay what you're doing or anything like that. I no, hope you know that. No, no. I, I think I think part of what it is 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 I, I'm not picking. You know, if if I put something up of the order right now, you know, I, I would get 
yeah. way more hits. I'm putting up Commander Keen, which is like a 20-year-old DOS platformer. You know what I'm saying? So what do you what do you kind of on off topic? What do you guys think about riding the wave as in tagging your YouTube videos to what's popular at the moment to gain views? What do you guys think about that? I don't I don't do that. I just tag my videos based on what my video is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really worry about that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I've got I, like. Go ahead. No, it's just I I, I if. I'll tell you right now, if I went to a video and it was tagged on something I wanted to see and then I turned it on and it had nothing to do with it, I'd be pretty pissed, to be honest. Hmm. <laughs> so you can't put smiley face upside down? No, like like if someone made some kind of video, they said unboxing 2DS and it was too Sorry. original. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I might thug yes. that video down. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and fifty-six uh, others, you know what I mean. So, give it a, give, well, I wouldn't thumbs it down, but it would definitely get a frowny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, I, I I just don't get it, Chris, because it's good stuff. It's well done, highly edited. Mm-hmm. I, I wish more people go watch it. And if you don't go watch it, I'll come to your house and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> That's from Michael B, the Game Genie. Not he me. will come and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yep. And for address to Chris's house, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, the, as far as address, it, it's interesting. Well, we get better. As far as I think, I think the heart of it is uh, part of it is just yeah, it's, it's the games I'm picking. I'm picking older games that people aren't necessarily interested in, but um, I am, and I want to play them, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it anyway. You know, that's kind of my Good call, man. I mean, so I mean. And and traffic will come eventually. I mean, I looked today at some of my older videos and I realized that, wow, so, some older videos have really picked up a lot of steam, and I didn't realize it had happened. Like I didn't know. That. Well, what's your what's your highest viewed? I think it, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, we talked about this earlier, right? Not yeah. on a podcast, I don't think. I think like I think, well, one I mentioned while you looked that up is that my car video was one of my highest videos. Maybe because it's just a different car that not a lot of people are used to. I don't know. In the in the car car forums, my car, the, the MR2 first gen, is not really used for tuners because a lot of people like the faster, quicker cars. So it's a small pocket of people that like that car. So I guess that's why the views are up because they want to see more information on it. And yeah. Mike, you're uh, one of your older Nintendo. Um, you said a gameplay was pretty high up there, right? Well, I, I've, well, it depends on what you mean. Like, I've got a Game & Watch. Uh, my Turtles 2 Game & Watch has, like, 7,000 views. Uh-huh. But it only has 7,000 views because it was the video after my top 10 Ness Hidden Gems, which has 150,000 views. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, so I've got 150,000 views on that video. The Nintendo Complete Collection Chronicles before that has around 7,000 views. And then the game you watch for Turtles 2 right after that has about 7,000 views. And then everybody realized the rest of my videos were shit, so it trailed off from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, my most popular thing is the uh, my complete box Nintendo games. That's 5,000 some odd views. I mean, and, and it's literally me just like putting them on a table and pointing at them. <laughs> like, like I, I, I went back and watched and I thought... You know, I could I could just post this, and that that's how people can know what I have, <laughs> so they can buy them. Oh, nice! Did yeah, you do what? a Genesis collection for Mike? No, I don't have that kind of time. I don't care about Mike. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I uh, I have a second second video now over a hundred thousand views. My top ten Sega Genesis games. Hmm. That that one's a good one. I liked watching that. That was a good video, Mike. Thanks I for making it. Yeah. No, really, the t- the top tens are always really good, especially like gym games and things like that. Like games you yeah. really like. I love watching those because sometimes they are actually games I've never even heard of, mm-hmm. and and then you go you go check them out. You know they're they're pretty cool. They're they're informative. Those kind of videos are always informative to me. I like them. My ne- my next video is sure to hit a million views. It's called Mike Matei's Top Ten Hidden Gems. <laughs> Featuring Metal Jesus Rocks. <laughs> oh. Oh, Zing! <laughs> and Pootie Pie. <laughs> Zing! And Barack Obama. <laughs> nah, he's busy playing golf. He won't be there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, Stu, is there any more questions in the uh, the chat? Uh, nope. Yes? No? Anything else? It, uh, oh, okay, Chief asked another one. He wants to know how to not grow his mustache so long and why he is always labeled a horrible person. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who in God's name would think Rich is a horrible person? Rich is like one of the nicest people on YouTube. How, how about we just take a second to say what's up to We have Kid171, Yakuza Games, we have SNES Mappers in the room, Dahmer's cool stuff. Ed and OK Chief in here so far. So, Gary James. Gary James and, is in there. And, and G Money. And speaking yeah. of which, uh, the freaking Game Storm. I was watching their channel, and then their Super Smash video is like a hundred thousand views or something for the soundtrack that they had. Wow, that's great. That's crazy. You guys are you guys are over a thousand subs. That's crazy. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A big fan of Game Storm. Yeah, okay. That's why we I think also, uh, uh, we have a question from Ed. He says, uh, "What's your favorite PC games?" Mike, you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> Mike loves PC games. Wait till you listen to this. Ed, Ed told me he's going to convert me. So uh, <laughs> my favorite PC game of all time is pretty much the only one I ever really had, which was Doom. Yeah, it's a good one though. Yeah, it's a good one. I think it's probably going to be on most people's lists. Well, I, I just like Doom, man. I like Doom for a stupid reason. I told you about it. I thought it was so cool that when you were in that first structure, you look out the window, you see the rendered mountains in the background, and it gave that perspective of depth. I just thought that was awesome. Yeah. I thought the, the soundtrack in Doom was just so awesome back then. You know what I mean? And yeah. the, the bass line on that, and also if you throw in the God Mode code and just how like demonic and how awesome yeah. shooting was, it, the Doom is an awesome game for the PC. But I like... I like playing uh, alpine skiing. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, and you just ski. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And chips challenge, minesweeper. Also, the I played Under a Killing Moon. That, that's a pretty old PC game. It's like a mystery novel. Mm-hmm. It's like a point and click. Have you Have you played that? Chris? I haven't played that one. I played. I I, I like point. I was gonna say Mist has got to be one of my favorites, and I love uh-huh. those point and click games. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. I played a lot of King's Quest too. I played a lot of that. I used to thought. And um, yeah, King's Quest was really. I used to play that at the library. I didn't have a computer way back when. Yeah, they, that was the only time I actually did enjoy computer games. Was when you were in school and you were like, ah, reading class or computer. Chris, what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. I got a thing on my arm, and it's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> He's flashing some there's cleavage a spider, there. There's a spider itches, and I thought maybe. I'm sorry. You're I'm, dying. I'm really bringing the quality of this podcast down, down, down. <laughs> <laughs> Take my mic here. 
<laughs> I, I, I forgot what I was going to say. But you were in computer class, and like the only thing that would be saving it is if someone accidentally uploaded a game onto the computer, so you didn't have to do research, and you could play that. that you know, I, I missed the... I don't know. It's fucking uh, old. Is it uh, computer games back then? I, I never knew what was real or not, because you used to have those floppy disks that you played them on and stuff like yeah. that. So, But what I used to do back then is I used to mess with that. I think it was the Apple II or maybe a, a later revision is a program called Hypercard. I used to do the, the stop motion animation on those too, and that, that was really fun. But back then I used to do the stop motion animation and then program like different uh, ways. Say if you click something, then it takes you to another page, and then I would do little text story games that way too. It, uh, it was really nerdy in elementary school. So yeah. <clears throat> that was fun. I used to make RPGs. I think I still have some on floppy disk, but depending if they still work or not, I'm not sure. Yeah. If I had to pick something besides Doom, I th- uh, Doom obviously would be top of the list. If I had to pick one PC game besides Doom, I would probably choose one of the Myst titles. Probably the original Myst. It really has got to be up there on the list. Uh, the other ones really get really pretty. They, they really stepped up their game visually speaking as the Myst games progress. They're really. They're what do you? What? What's the object or objective in Mist? The, the you walk original, around in fog. Yeah, pretty much. No, you gotta find. Uh, there's these two pages that you gotta find to uh, trap the uh, the sons of the. You've gotta free the guy that wrote these ages, which are like parallel dimensions or universes or worlds or whatever, and. It's, you got to find the right pages of the book to complete the book to lock the book basically and trap them and free him and all this stuff and there's all these great puzzles and stuff like that and it's it's really cool. I loved it because being the dork that I was, I would take the disc and explore the I would explore the the files on the disc and it turns out <laughs> because <laughs> that's that's what I did. The yeah. most of um, most of the the animations and things like that were actually MOV QuickTime files, so you oh, could nice. download them and keep them. So I had like there's there's one on there one of the most popular ones I think a lot of people talk about or mention or whatever is the uh, there's one where a rose you slide a bar across and it turns a rose into a skull. Well, mm-hmm. I just downloaded that and kept it on my desktop so I could watch it anytime I wanted to. Cause <laughs> I don't there was no point in me doing that, but I did it anyway because I'm a dork. And no, no, no encryption or anything back then. Everything was free. No. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. Everything was just kind of slapped together too. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh? Do you guys? Did you guys have Sega CD growing up? No, no. I wanted one like a like bad, but. Yeah, I, I used to love that about my Sega CD. Actually, getting the games and then putting it into my CD player and finding out the tracks from the game were actually <laughs> also playable on the CD. Yeah, like, well, that's cool. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there was a lot of those old PC games that the same kind of thing. If you if you had it, you could throw it into something else and listen to the music, and that was pretty cool. Um, that was cool. I, I like that. Yeah. That was- yeah. Speaking of PC games, it's kind of weird now that I think about it. Most of the thrift stores that I go to, I don't normally see a lot of PC games. I see a lot of PC books and stuff like that, but PC games, I, I really don't see. Not That's because most people were very intelligent and said, "I'm not going to game on my PC." Yeah, Mike, nice. you're, I'm gonna mute you from now on. Just not get your speaker. <laughs> no, I, I, which is kind of weird because I was gonna ask if you ever ran across anything that uh, PC related, honestly, in in your mini thrifts. Because if you do, and you happen to run into a box copy of Doom, 
please send it my way. It's incredibly valuable now. <laughs> because it was it was impossible to get a boxed copy, you had to order it from id Software. The only way to get the boxed copy of Doom was to order it from them. So there's not that many of them floating around. So. Oh, wow. I, I had a buddy back in the day. Uh, he used to like uh, play basketball. He used to work for Microsoft, and he has a whole bunch of just old computer stuff. I mean, maybe I'll shoot him an email, see if he still has Doom, because that's where I first played it. He had Doom, yeah. and he used to be a teacher or some shit for Microsoft. So huh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they had a box copy that you know came with a floppy disk and stuff, and later on, after they picked up some Steam and got really popular... Um, and it it blew up. They eventually released a CD-ROM version, which was pretty. It's pretty common, but it wasn't the same thing. Are you talking about a CD-ROM like floppy, floppy, or the three three and a half inch discs? I, I think I think the the one uh the one was three and a half. I don't know if they did it on five and a quarters, but they did have three and a half inch. It was in three and a half inch discs. Yeah. Now now you could get the uh, shareware one, which was just like the first chapter or whatever, which is what everybody had. Which was yeah. really more than enough to, to like satisfy your cravings until you got done with that, like me, and thought, oh, I need more. And then I got what I got was the Ultimate Doom package, which was just C- the CD with all of it on it. But that was way, well after it was insanely popular. By that point, it was released on Super Nintendo and everything else, which those versions are kind of lacking, but you know, it's a console. What can you do with it? Not much. <laughs> yeah, Ed had another question. He wanted to know if we wanted to start over our YouTube channels, what would we start it as? Or no, what we... that wasn't his question, Stu. Was. His yeah, question was. was, if no, it was if you were going to start a non-gaming YouTube channel, what would it be? <laughs> Didn't he ask both? He asked both in the chat. I only saw one question. I saw two. I see nothing in the chat. Okay, sorry. sorry. You need to turn oh, up your yeah. frog and put your batteries on turn. <laughs> Oh, you're right, Stu. I'm sorry for attacking you. That was wrong of me. Mike is really mean in real life. Don't believe what you see on YouTube. He That's yells. He, he yells a lot. Yeah. I'm a heel. He, he has trapped me in his red room of pain. Can't you see the walls behind me? Yes. Holding ankles. Yeah. Uh, what what would you do, Stu? Uh, you know, I go I go with the other hobby. I'd probably tinker around with, you know, the car. Maybe do some tutorials on how to change some brakes, some transmission fluid, all that other crazy crap. Or maybe uh hit up the, the, the pit vlogs and just do stupid videos of my dog, maybe get famous that way. Cool. I haven't done another one of those in a while. But I I'd say most likely the car. Because I just like, you know, maybe if you were to go out for a drive, people like seeing scenery, or maybe those car meets that I usually go to, and maybe interviewing those people, why they have their car, why they chose it, what they want to do to it, stuff like that. Yeah. Mike, what about you? Uh, I love my channel. I wouldn't change anything. I, I like doing what I'm doing. The only thing I would do differently would be I wouldn't have rushed to make like the first videos I made right away because when I did them, I really didn't know how to do it. And, Stu, I know you've watched it a couple times. Like My first video is just a straight shot from a camera. I had no idea how to do editing, and I kind of learned on the fly, and it's debatable whether or not I know what I'm doing now. But... Uh, <laughs> I think I would have. I think I would have took my time and really researched it more. What equipment I needed and uh, software, all that stuff, and learned how to actually do this before I started. But at the same time, then I wouldn't have met you, great guys, and I wouldn't have started doing the top three Tuesday thing. So maybe that wasn't uh, a good idea either. Well, you know, that, half of that was the fun learning what you're doing and as you're going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, expect to. There's there's a lot of people 
out here, they want to jump out the box. They think they have to have super high production quality to have a good video. And, you know, if you have a decent personality, I think you'll go a long way as well. If I was going to do a the non-gaming, so the question is, if I was going to do non-gaming... No, um, no, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fine. Okay. If, His if, first question is what Stu said. If you were going to start your channel over again, what would you do differently? Oh, what would I do differently? Uh, I probably have one name. <laughs> yeah, I would not use Weekend Game Guy 1. That would be one. <laughs> Weekend Game Guy 2? Yeah, I would use Weekend Game Guy 2. He seems to be a little more popular. Mm. Um, no, I, I, I don't... What would I do differently? Uh, oh, this is going to sting. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this. I would have never done the Weekend Game Guy thing. That was... No that was that was actually one of the questions on the Facebook fan page. Mike Levy, our good friend, Dongle, dude who uh, hasn't played this game, asked, when are we going to see another Weekend Game Guy episode? I have an answer for that, too. Yeah. What is it? If... <laughs> when I hit uh, when I hit two thousand subscribers, I'll do one. Two thousand. When I hit two thousand, I'll do one and I'll go big. Mike, we have to make a lot of accounts now. <laughs> so get to work making your your spam accounts or whatever you got to do. But with two thousand, I'll, I'll I'll do a big one. I'll do a big one. I, I I'll do it at two thousand. I was gonna shoot for something bigger, but I decided two thousand is that's more attainable than anything. That I, I I didn't want to make it like impossible and ridiculous, but at two thousand I'll do it. You're you're almost there. You're halfway home. I'm halfway there, yeah. so I'll do it at two thousand. Yeah. Okay. The, the, to answer the question, it, it, I, I would I would not use the name. I probably wouldn't have gone with the weekend game that show just because it was so, it ended up being so much more work than anticipated, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'd have, I'd have probably done a little bit more research in, in terms of um, audio stuff, actually. That's something that, that in my earlier videos was kind of tough to figure out was audio stuff. I would have done a lot more research on that and been ready, prepared. So there you go. So, yeah, there you go. That, that's if, you, if you were going to do a non-gaming channel, Ed's other question, what would it be? Uh, Non-gaming, I do a lot. I, I, I tinker a lot. I like uh, electronic stuff, <laughs> soldering things like that. Um, so I wouldn't mind doing stuff like that. But honestly, if I was to do something else, what I really love to do, grocery pickups. Close. Actually, I would do co a cooking series. I would really cooking would. with Chris I on the weekends. Cannot. It's it's kind of funny because I actually had a video edited, ready to upload at one point of me cooking this really crazy like butterfly baked chicken, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I edited it down. It looked. I did like. Um, I used a. Um, I have a suction cup um, camera mount that like can stick, and I, I could stick it to the microwave, which was above our stove, you know. So I get some overhead shots of the pan and all this stuff, and so yeah, I I, I had a full episode edited it up, and it. You still I have it? Uh, I don't think don't I lie did. To me. Don't lie. I don't think I do. I think I, I think I deleted it by accident or on purpose at some point. But I, I'll look if I, if I got it, I'll upload it just for the heck of it. Why not? Screw it. That sounds good. Everybody likes some chicken wrapped in bacon, butterfly with some grease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, what would you do? Differently? Non -gaming. Oh, non -gaming. Did I say a car thing already? Yeah, you already did that. Yeah, Mike. But I, I guess I guess differently if if you want me to say that. Sure. I, yeah. I, I would like to be a bit more organized, but in the way that I upload videos, it's not really organized. So you could really not know what's good or what's... It's not really streamlined. I'm trying to... 
do that now because I, I unlisted a lot of videos and I'm trying to re up or reconfigure them into different playlists for people. So I guess I, I'd like to do that over again. But at this point, I have over like 200 something videos, so it might take a while. Yeah. My bet. And what's frustrating is that at, at, you know whenever Google decided it was okay for everybody to have custom thumbnails, you guys remember when that happened? Yeah. Um, I've got so many videos that don't have custom thumbnails. They look like sore thumbs sticking out. And a lot of them are my old Weekend Game Guy videos. I'd love to go back and do that and, and fix that, but it takes so much. It's time that I don't want to spend when I could just be making videos instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then if you have a custom thumbnail on it, maybe it'll get more attention and you get your 2,000 subs. Yeah, I know. Well, you see, and maybe, it's not that much work. It, it's, it's more work than it's worth to me. I don't know. I feel lazy. I, I, I feel You're lazy, Chris. <laughs> I'm lazy. So if I so if I was gonna do a non-gaming channel, yeah, uh, I don't think anybody. Would, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody would be surprised by this, but uh, I've actually contemplated doing it with a side channel where I just do reactions to wrestling and give like opinions on things. But I don't want to be that fat internet guy that's IWC talking about wrestling. I'm already the fat part. I don't need to be the other part. Festive. <laughs> you can festive. use the word festive. But yeah. uh, I'd like to do something that's kind of like a right after wrestling thing and give real opinions instead of just complaining about what the product is. Uh-huh. So that's what everybody does. Everybody just jumps on it and they... It, it's a mentality in the internet altogether. They just want to find something to complain about. I don't want to be that guy. I'd like to give like a real condensed review on it and what I like. To, that's something I do. Or I'd talk about horror movies. One of those. Who's your favorite old school wrestler of all time? Old school or my favorite all time wrestler? All time. Macho Man Randy Savage uh, was my childhood hero. But my favorite wrestler is Chris Jericho. So him and Macho Man Randy Savage are one and one. Interesting. And yeah. with those two, who would win against each other in their prime? In their prime? Yeah. Uh, Savage. Savage would have beat Jericho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would have yeah. Savage? All day. Yeah. 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 I'm a Piper fan. Yeah, I, I love was... Roddy Piper. I do too. I was, I was always a fan of uh, Jake the Snake and Bam Bam Bigelow back then. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get some head tattoos. That seems like a reasonable thing. Yeah, why not? Really, really, really hope this wrestling career works off because I'm not going back to Wall Street with t- head tattoos. Yeah, was that Bam Bam? Yeah. Well, he he had the head yeah. tattoos. I don't know what he did before. He was probably a. Oh, I thought you said he was in Wall Street. No, I just assumed that you can't go back <laughs> to a normal job after you get head tattoos. <laughs> yeah, they're frowned upon in the corporate yeah. world. Why don't we do that? Uh, why don't we do that last question and we can call it a night? How about that? Because we do, all right. So, what was the last question there, Stu? You can read it off. The last question was with the whole disc, with the whole impending discrot apocalypse in the future. What motivates you guys to still collect CD-based games or music? Mike, you can go first. Uh, well, not a whole lot motivates me to collect disc-based games. I don't collect a lot of them. I mean, most of the PlayStation games I have, I've had since. <clears throat> they were around. There's a couple that I intend to play pretty quickly. Uh, I didn't buy them for long-term goal or long-term investment. I bought them to play them, so I I really don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Honesty. Honesty. I like it. I I like uh, the art, the artwork, the the books. I guess I could just collect the manuals, though, if I really wanted to, but... uh, Uh. Uh, but you know, obviously, I'm not going to be doing that for much longer. But I, I think the the biggest reason uh, 
to to even bother hanging on to them would be to hang on to that artwork, like the actual original artwork versus a scan copy. That's not the same thing, you know. It's 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 more convenient these days to collect the disc base because they're actually all complete versus going back to the cart based versus you know the cardboard and all the inserts to collect. I just find it easier to collect for disc based systems, even though you know. Will the disc like deteriorate, or you know, I can tell like if you put a, a PlayStation game in the PlayStation, those little ridges on the inside they can crack really easy. So I'm even gentle with those too. It, it, it's just really fragile. I, I don't, I don't know. But I think but, it's actually the the full backing that's supposedly <laughs> after what 30, 40 years or something like that. That it uh, actually just gives out and it doesn't. Yeah, but you know what's absolutely tremendously hilarious about this because this is not the first rot problem that's come up or years that come up. So now people are talking about disc rot because PlayStation's getting to that uh, 25-year mark, right? Yeah. Well, realistically, guys, the Nintendo games were supposed to stop working after 20. That never happened. They continued to work. I think people are just doing this mass paranoia, fear thing. They're throwing it out there. You know what? As long as it works, it works. When it stops working, you know what? Let's talk about it then. Uh Yeah. So sell now. Yeah, so why it still works so that you get your money out of it. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, but it makes you think though. I wonder if I'm not saying it is, but what if what if what if guys, what if disc rot is just a big conspiracy to trick people into selling all their disc based games at low, low prices? <laughs> it's like a commercial. <laughs> that's what I think it is, guys. It's a big conspiracy. It's Illuminati and Beyonce. I, 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 I really do. I really do. I think like someone reads something on the internet, and then they're like, i got to tell the world about this, and then everybody starts going crazy. It, it, there hasn't been one single case of a, a game rotting. Maybe we're not at that magic year mark yet, but you know what? I've got CDs that I had when I was 10 years old that I don't have an issue with. They still play. My Wayne's World musical soundtrack still works. No issues. So, I mean, I don't know where they get this from. That was, what, 91 that came out? So, mm-hmm. how, what year are these going to rot? Is it a 50-year mm-hmm. rot cycle? Is it a 100-year rot cycle? What are they getting on with here? Yeah. My, my Batman soundtrack still works, and that's... Um... That's got you on, what, two years or something like that? Yeah, I had that on cassette. That was 89. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, it, it, cassettes still work. I mean, I've listened to that Rick Astley tape pretty frequently. While nice. I'm birthing in my bedroom, and uh, it's pretty much what's up. Just caressing the label. No big deal. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no one can hurt you now. Yes. I don't know. Maybe maybe discrot is a real thing, but like I said, I'm not worried about it because if my game stops working, my game stops working. Um, so there's easy ways to replace it nowadays. I mean, most of these titles are available for very cheap download from the PlayStation Network, the PlayStation games. I mean, if you have a 3DO, a Sega CD, a TurboGrafx-16 CD, and your game rots out, it's not very hard to go get the ISO and burn off another CD. Mm-hmm. So burn, burn ISO, and it's funny as as as. Well, I, I don't I don't know how to do that, Stu. You're gonna have to. <laughs> I don't take things, so you know. Borrow. Well, no. I, but I'm with you, Mike. I really don't believe that it's gonna happen anytime soon. And when it does, I'll be dead in the ground anyway. So you know, effort. Yeah. It it it. 
And the funny thing is that, honestly, given the, the, the mass or the scale or size of many of our, our collections of games, there may be many, many games that are have been dead for years that you don't, you've just never got to because you just don't know, you know. Well, but, I, I you know, just my, watched... My copy of Two Extreme, I just haven't haven't played Two Extreme in a while. I wonder if that... I, wa- I watched a YouTube video recently of this person that decided to open some of his sealed games that he wanted to play, and he opened one of them sealed he's had for like 10, 15 years or whatever. He opened it and the disc wasn't even in there. <laughs> and, and then he opened another one and the game wasn't even in that either. So Whoa. O- open your sealed games, folks. Make sure they're in there. So, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah See, right. That's, that's the funny thing about like people that buy sealed like Nintendo games or whatever. I could, I could, if I could get a hold of a box of Zombie Nation and somehow fake the the you know if I, if I was crafty, <laughs> I could throw a Superman a Superman a, a a Super Mario Duck Hunt in a box a Zombie Nation box seal uh-huh. it up, and I'd be like swimming awesome. in money. Like awesome. I got a box awesome. copy. I've got a sealed copy of Zombie Nation. If you'd like to buy one from me, I've got two of them actually. I got I two, two, two still panic restaurants. That's it's a lot of trouble to make a little bit of money from a very shitty thing to do to somebody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mike see, doesn't agree with you on that one, Chris. But but Mike, you're a nice guy. See, that's the problem. You've got to be like vile and like devoid of morality to do no. that. <laughs> Just like <laughs> upside Sad down face. smiley face. Yeah. That's what I was looking Yeah. Well, that's as good a place as any. We've done this for an hour and a half. We have pretty much burned up your hour and a half. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it was good. Uh, I, I really do actually really, really want to say thank you to people that jumped in on the chat and on the Facebook fan page. Um, obviously, go check that out. And um, Because, I mean, that, that that's where we get a lot of really good ideas. And actually, we've got one coming up. Um, Matt Hanola, we have not forgotten. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to remind you guys what the what what he wants us to talk about. Uh, it it it's going to take some research and some thought, I think, but it's a good one. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll definitely do it. So so yeah, go to the fan page. Um, leave us ideas uh, by all means. It's it's been great to have. Um, we we've had a lot more interaction, and I think um doing this live has been a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys want to keep doing it this way, but it seems to be working really well. We, I like we it. can we can roll with it. I'm fine with that. I like it because Chris doesn't have to do any editing afterwards. <laughs> Bullcrap! Yes. You don't you like it because you don't like to, you don't have to send me anything afterwards. That's what it is. It, it takes me five seconds to send you the file over Skype. It, it takes, for me, it's the easiest one. <laughs> yeah, it takes Stu like nine days though. So. <laughs> Fifty fifty six k. <laughs> That's my best impersonation of a dollop modem I can do in the moment. Oh jeez! All right, links will be no. in the description below. Yeah. Yeah. Why you know what? It's fine for us to say we like doing it live, but why don't we ask the people that actually watch this get some feedback from them? Do you guys want to yeah. keep seeing us do this live? Yeah. Let us know. Let us know on the fan page or in the comments when this goes in a way that we can actually read the comments. Uh, I don't know. It's weird because the comments don't show up while afterwards. No. The ones that go live never show up afterwards. I guess. I guess it just leaves with the chat. I don't know. 
Yeah, they all disappear because I was looking at that at last time. I wanted to see what happened during the chat. I wasn't following, and it was really disappointing not to actually see it, right? Yeah, I've got the group chat open, and I can't see anything, so I don't know if it's just that I only get to see you guys or something. I don't know. You guys can be in charge of chat. You can you can handle that. I'll just make sure this thing keeps running and moving smooth. Yeah, Sound smooth good? like smooth. butter. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's good. Um, I want to say good night. You guys can do whatever you got to do, and then we're going to close this out. Good night, everybody. Enjoy your lives. Did Stu leave? <laughs> no, he's 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 doing gestures. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. Thanks for watching.